Hey, what's going on, y'all? Welcome to episode four of Rose Above a Podcast. I'm your boy T Rose. That was me. What's up? What's up? It's Philly. <laughs> <laughs> it's your boy Live. What's up? Yo, it's fitting. It's fitting that it's 80 degrees outside because I got the fitness guru, Steve. Steve hey. with us. How's it going, guys? Thanks for having me. Yo, of course, man. Thanks for being here, brother. Appreciate it. I see you came in uh, correct with the wife beater like I assumed. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> Anything above 85, we flexing out here. Yeah, see, man, see, that's what I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get to that point where I could flex with you, man. Yes, sir. Yo, so how's, how's, how's business right now? How's, how's your clientele looking? Clientele is going good. Everybody's private. I have private clients right now. In about a month, in the beginning of June, I'm going to start holding boot camps mm. in Mount Vernon and on 242nd Street, Van Cortland Park. So look out for that. I'm trying to have everybody there. Bring your daughters, bring your brothers, bring your sisters, bring your moms. I'm don't, trying to make family family don't, don't bring none of them. Y'all don't, trust me. Trust me. Don't bring your daughters. <laughs> don't bring your moms. <laughs> Trust me. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> so, man, uh, it's crazy because health in America right now is crazy, man. There's a lot of fat people. Yes. Um, in this world. America's a fat place. <laughs> can, we say, can we say, like, obese or something? Uh, uh, we can say obese. There's a lot of obesity. Statistically, 60 to 70% of all Americans are considered overweight. See, and, and overweight. Overweight. It's better than fat. Yes. Kanye yo, didn't like when they called him fat. Who doesn't like fat? Kanye didn't like when they called him fat. Man, Ka- yo, I, fuck Kanye. I don't care. Kanye's fat, man. He's fat. I'm, he was fat. Kanye's pudgy. He got, he got light. <laughs> He's pudgy. Anyway, yo, 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 so Steve, um, why don't why yo why don't you think people work out on a regular? It really comes down to ritual and discipline. Nobody really puts in the the dedication to make it past that first month. The first two months. Once you get past those first eight weeks, I guarantee you everything shifts. Your mind, your body all adjusts to, to a more demanding lifestyle. And your body and your mind literally just adapts to everything. So it's just like the first month that people got to get through. It's, a, it's an adjustment that people got to work through, but that's why support systems are so important. You know? mm. That's why expressing your goals to your family members and having their support is so important. That way, if you guys live with your parents, and they're cooking shitty foods. If you're not communicating that you're trying to make a difference, they're gonna keep cooking these these shitty foods. Yeah. So you, you guys got to be on the same page. Yeah, and it's it's scary. It's kind of like a lifestyle. Absolutely. You gotta like start a whole new lifestyle. Absolutely. It's it's a complete lifestyle. It's a culture shock, man. Hell yeah. It's, especially when you're used to eating like, like eating like you know oxtail mac and cheese. That you know cultural food. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So so how do you? Do you, do you do also do nutrition and stuff, or is it just like you just do workouts? The past three years, I've been studying nutrition, and I'm currently working on a certification so I can make meal plans for people. Hmm. A lot of people don't know that trainers aren't supposed to make meal plans for people unless they have the specific certification, because somebody can be allergic to something. You can recommend something to them, and they can die. Like, of an like, allergic like, reaction. Um, can you just give some examples real quick? Shrimp. A lot of people are low-key. I love shrimp. A lot of people are low-key allergic to shrimp. So if you're telling somebody, yo, lay off land animals and eat seafood more often for your protein, so start eating more shrimp, and if that person's allergic to it, they can have an allergic reaction to it and be hospitalized. Oh, so let me ask you a question. So shrimp can give you protein, correct? Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with eating shrimp. There's no fat or nothing really that come with it? All, All seafood has mercury in it. The water, the ocean water has mercury in it, so mm-hmm. eating seafood in excess can, can oversaturate your body with mercury. So that's why balance is so important. 
So if you do go pescatarian, for those who want to just go pescatarian and leave it, key, make balance, right? Yeah, yeah, because because it's you. You ever watched? I watched the documentary before. What the hell? You ever watched it? Yeah, I did. Yeah, so because they they tell you like you know certain things, like people will recommend you yo eat salmon, eat a lot of salmon, eat yeah. a lot of tuna fish, eat a lot of stuff like that, right. and that stuff like kills you. Yeah, so, do you eat too much of it? Like, do you think you do you recommend people go vegan? Uh, I do. I do recommend veganism, but you just got to be educated when you jump into it because you can deplete your body of a lot of nutrients. Yeah, I had a I had a friend that went vegan and she got really really sick. I had actually two people I know that went all vegan and got sick. It didn't work for them. Or so you can't do a cold turkey. That's not not the way to go. If you're gonna go cold turkey, just have a, nutri- a certified nutritionist create a meal plan for you. That way, you know exactly what's going inside your body. All right. So I have a question. Right. How do I live my best MILF life? Because I'm trying to get rid of this, like, this stomach fat. So did, you, I, did you say MILF? Yes, right. my best <laughs> MILF life. Yes. So how do I get, I how do you get rid of- God, you're a mother. Yes, yeah, I shout am. Shout out to Philly for being a young, yeah. beautiful yeah. mother. Thank you. Yes. So stomach fat, what, what do you recommend? All right. So with stomach fat, you got to be very conscientious of carbohydrates. Complex carbs in particular. So white rice doesn't work well with that goal. If you're trying to lose stomach fat, white rice and white bread is the op. Hmm. That is the enemy. Okay. Yes. So stay away from that um, and just replace that with vegetables. What about quinoa? Quinoa is awesome. Okay. I like quinoa. Quinoa is the shit. Sweet potatoes is awesome too if we're talking carbs. Oh, I love sweet potatoes. They are so (laughs) dope. Do not sleep on sleep on sweet potatoes. Please don't. Do not sleep on sweet potatoes. Yo, you ever you ever trained any um like professional athletes or anything like that yet? Not and professional, but I've trained collegiate level athletes and I've I've trained fighters too. I trained this one kid about a year ago who was training to be in the UFC, and now he moved to to PA and he's in a training camp to to be inside the UFC. Shout out Joel. Keep grinding. Oh, jo- how was that like? Is it like I know they are like super strict when it comes to diet and stuff. Like, yeah. is that um. Is that type of client something more like you like someone you're more inclined to like train, or do you would you rather just take like a regular with person me, on the street? With me, I I just love the process of transformation, so I'm open to train anybody. But the great and fun thing about training athletes is that they already have the discipline instilled in them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So that makes it a whole lot easier to train them, and I learn new things from athletes. So I'm not a fighter, but he taught me how to throw a left and a right hook. That's what's up. But let me ask you a question, bro, because, you know, I'm going to talk, you know, come from me, you know, I'm I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of lazy, you know what I'm saying? Like, that workout thing, you know, it's all cute and all, yeah. but, you know, <laughs> my schedule is type strict right now. Yeah. But how do you deal with a lazy client? Mm. So what I usually do before I even take on a client is analyze their intent. Intent is very important to me. So if I sit down with a client and assess them and ask them a series of questions and I ask them, so why do you want to start working out with me? If the answer ain't right, I'm going to refer them to another trainer. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I want the answer to be, well, I want to make drastic lifestyle decisions for my daughter or for my health. I don't want, yo, I want to try to look good for the summer because those are temporary goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When September comes, it's over. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to eat whatever you want. You're going to eat like shit. Yeah, so it's all about motive. That's how, that's how I take on my clients. But for those who have issues getting inside the gym, you got to find an activity that makes you move around 
that's just fun to you. Like, for, for example, my mother, she's 53 now, but she stays in shape through, through dance, through salsa. You know mm. what I'm saying? Twice or three times a week, she's taking, like, salsa classes. I think I'm taking some salsa classes. I think that's... that's yeah, you do that, Shaq. Take yo, some salsa classes. Yo, I, I, used to, I used to say Zumba wasn't a real exercise. You tried it? Yeah. <laughs> change it, change it. <laughs> so it's a real exercise. How'd that went for you, Trev? It, it, it didn't go well. I never went back. It went one and done. I, I, I was sweating like I was playing ball, so that that wasn't, for me, that wasn't, you know, it wasn't yeah. sexy. It wasn't manly for me. I I'm in the you. back of the class, back there looking like I'm twerking and sweating. <laughs> no good. <laughs> yeah, I never tried Zumba either. It's not really my speed. No? So, like, how did you, what made you want to become a trainer? Well, I graduated from high school, and I, I went to school for criminal justice, and studying the law just wasn't for me. So working out was something I've been doing since high school, low-key. So um, I got a job at PF right after high school, and I got to work out for free, and that's where I fell in love with just fitness in general. I was a front desk clerk for about a month, started working out every day. I was like, nah, this is what I love to do. You know what I'm saying? I started going home, reading about it every day, and it just became second nature to me. It became fun to me. Shout, so out, shout out to the front desk associates. I, I used to do that, too. So. Yeah. PF? Word. New York Sports Club, baby. New York Sports Club. Shout out to New York Sports Club. <laughs> Um, so how does it, so are you doing fitness and training full time? I'm doing it part time. I usually dedicate about five hours a day to, to sessions. Okay. Yeah. Hold, on, hold on, hold on, five hours, five, five hours a day. To, to training sessions, not for my own personal training, for me to train other people. All right, so explain to me your own personal training. Like, how do you, like, do you work out every day? Do you, you know, how do you actually, you know, what's your schedule? For me, I, I like doing three days straight and then taking a rest day, then doing another three days and then taking a rest day. That way I don't exhaust my body and I stay consistent. And that fourth day, that fourth day of relaxation just feels so great. So when that day is over, you just replenish and you're ready to go for that, for that fifth day. Is, is it true the days that you take off is the days when you're actually building muscle? That's what somebody told me before. Absolutely. Recovery is so important. When it comes to fitness, you got to keep three things in mind. That's nutrition, exercise, however you want to get your exercise done, and recovery. Recovery being sleep, being Epsom salt baths. Like if you're sore, you can take an Epsom salt bath and those minerals will seep through your flesh and the magnesium in it will alleviate soreness. So like yoga, that's another form of recovery and it's an exercise in itself. That elongates your limbs and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I sweat, sweat a lot when I stretch, so I know yoga <laughs> is definitely tough. Yeah, hell yeah. I know it. Um, um, like, so what other forms of recovery are there? Like, um, would, would getting a massage count as like a... Absolutely. Getting a massage decomposes the, decompresses the, the air pressure in your spine. And a lot of people have back problems because, you know, the way they sleep or the way they exercise. Mm -hmm. So... Massaging definitely, definitely is a form of recovery. What what age do you, what age are kids like? Would you say recommend kids to start working out? Because there's some like high school athletes that some of them are like ninth grade and they try to lift crazy amounts of weight to make it on the football team or the basketball team. Yeah. And it's like I I always thought like man that's that's kind of young. You you don't want to start until you know I felt like eleventh twelfth grade. Yeah. You think you think like what age you, would you recommend? I would recommend eleventh to twelfth grade. Same thing? Yeah. Oh, see, I'm a fitness yeah. guru, man. I know what I'm talking I know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> Definitely. That's when uh, the body starts producing testosterone in males. Uh -huh. So that strength that they develop at that age, that energy, it, got, it has to go somewhere. So. Okay. Question. Yeah. Um, is it possible to eat what you want to eat 
and also stay healthy at the same time. You can eat whatever you want to eat and look good. Like Chad Ochocinco, y'all, y'all probably know who he is. Yes, yeah, He eats guy. like shit. Like he literally glorifies McDonald's on his Instagram and he looks good. But if he keeps up that routine for 10 years, he could still look good. 10 years down the line, he's going to have some type of internal organ deficiency uh, somehow. Man. Cholesterol buildup, high blood pressure, something. So you could look good and eat like shit, but it's going to catch up with you eventually. Got you. Or, do you, yo, you, you think, um, do you think what you eat like uh, goes into your mental health? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So you think Kanye needs to eat, start drinking uh, water and eating more more vegetables? Def- definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what what he what he what he's been talking about lately, he's been having too much donuts. There's nothing wrong with Kanye. There's something. I just want to put that out there. But explain. Huh? Let's, explain. Yeah, let's talk about Kanye. Oh man. I, I, let's not talk about Kanye. No, let's talk. I'm tired of talking about Kanye. I mean. I'm just tired. I'm tired. I, I'm exhausted of talking about Kanye. So, you know, if, his, if, if his opinion is his opinion, then let's stay his opinion. Yeah. I'm going to keep walking and living the next day. Yeah. But, you know, some people just, you know, hear Kanye's opinion and they just want to be like, you know what? I'm going to talk about Kanye this whole week until I get over it. Well, I definitely think he said some interesting stuff that deserved to have a conversation that may just last the whole week. So, you mind expressing how you feel, Shaq, for the podcast? Oh, one time for the you one know time. Crazy. All right, let me let me. I'm gonna make this brief. I, I I know it's crazy. I was currently writing a blog about this. I what Kanye said. I don't agree. Let's 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 put down paper. I don't agree what he's saying. Do that slavery was an option? I, I that was outrageous. I don't know what drugs he was on. I don't know if he was you know high because you know, but he's eating too much sweets. He ain't had no vegetables. Yeah, I guess I guess so because he said he's not trying to look like Rob. But it, either way, I'm gonna make this brief. I just feel like you know his opinion is his opinion. If he want to be friends with Trump, you know every you have people outside right now. That's walking can be low key Trump supporters. Like, my opinion is my opinion, and his opinion is his opinion. That's all that matters. He's his, he's a celebrity. He's you know like a role model, but I don't look at Kanye as a role model. I look at him as an artist, and he's a rapper and an artist. If oh, yeah. he has a certain opinion, then so be it. But I have my own opinion. I know what's right and what's wrong. But that's you, bro. Let me tell you something. There's a lot of young people that that do not, they don't, they don't have their own minds. They look at Kanye and they say, what Kanye says is God. Yeah. What he says is the Lord. So when you're walking around and you're talking, um, you're talking all, all the, not, not just going for Trump, fine. If that's what you do, that's what you do. But when you go around saying that racism isn't real and, and slaves were, was slavery was a choice like that's to me that's ignorance and this is why Kanye I'm not streaming your music I will not stream it you're not getting any music from any money from me once again I'm just letting you know I'm gonna say this every week until you apologize or something because what you're doing is blasphemous you are Uncle Tom and I can't stand you hold on time out (laughs) he said hold on hold on but but Kanye said he don't agree with what Trump is saying (laughs) That's the crazy part. Yesterday in the interview, I watched the interview. Yeah. He the said one with he don't agree. Yeah. He said he don't agree what Trump is doing or saying. That's that's bottom line. But you so, can't you can't say that and wear a MAGA hat. Hold on, let me ask let me ask Philly. Philly, what's your take on this, love? 
I like how you always ask me my opinion. You I, always you, show me love. You see that, right? Because Philly, because Philly, you know your, you know, your advice and what you say. It, I really, you know, I really embrace it. I appreciate that. Tristan, Tristan, sometimes you know, Tristan, <laughs> he, he he really blasts me. He really, he really is. But it, All right, Philly, so what's up? I okay. I was reading um, a dialogue on Facebook with a couple of people that I know. And it was interesting that somebody was like, all right, we don't agree with what Kanye's saying. And someone was like, I agree 100%. And I was really shocked at that person. And he is comparing it to what Bob Marley talks about, like, you know, mental slavery. But I kind of feel like it, all, all artists, you have a platform and you guys are influencers. So people are gonna be listening to you like you just said, they're gonna wanna do what you do. And at the same time, I kind of feel like, you know, they're, they were saying, talking about it on the radio, like there were so many other slaves that went and did rebel and did try, but they were owned. Yeah. You know, what, what did you want them to do? Did you want them to like, some, some slaves were in, in the fields, in the families, like it's just, it's just not, it doesn't make sense. What he's saying does not make sense at all. And I think he has mental health issues, 100%. I don't know what's going on with him, but it's just it's just not right. You can't be saying stuff like that. Steve, what he needs to do is hire you so you can go over there and uh, give Move him... him up a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he needs to work out. He needs to get some uh, feel-good foods, like some superfoods like kale, and uh, get his shit right, because he ain't thinking clearly. Nah. He's he definitely ain't... not. Kanye's in a bubble right now. They say he's in a sunken place. That's exactly where he's at. He's, you think so? He, absolutely. But if you listen to Kanye's first three albums, he was an activist. You don't make that transformation overnight. This this is a deterioration of his of his mentality, bro. He's sick. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Do we still have black on black crime? Absolutely. Do we still have black people talking about black people every day? Yeah. All right. Let me let me say this. Triff, did you look at Kanye like he was Superman? No. Philly, did you look at Kanye like he's Superman? I mean, Kanye, that was my favorite artist up until this point. 100 mm. percent We used to be in your house watching Kanye videos. That's a fact. Like singing word for word. Yeah, Kanye stands. Kanye crazy fans. You mm -hmm. feel me? Like, and uh, it's like to this point. I'm, I just, I can't, I can't knock him no more. And it's crazy. Like, I feel like it's emotional for me mm. because this was someone I definitely did look up to. Okay. I respect that. Like, like me, I don't look at artists and rappers like they're super, like they, like they're superheroes. Let's say that. I like their music, guarantee. But I respect people's opinions, but I don't respect him, you know. Saying like, oh yeah, like you know, slavery because that was outrageous. I definitely was just like, yo, like I'm not, I'm not listening to him. But it, it's just like respecting. I'm, I don't respect his opinion, but you gotta realize he's also a human being that has point of views too. Just like yes, how, but I think I'm sorry to cut you off, but right, I, thank you. But it's 
they were talking about it. There's there's opinions and then there's facts. Mm. And I feel like he's stating the wrong facts. And that's something that you don't do. When you're in the limelight and you got a platform, if you're going to speak on something, at least do some research first. You know, because it's like, yeah, maybe we, we, I feel like we didn't, if, if we have a choice at any point as brown and black people, we have a choice now to stand up now and do some protesting and doing some things that we could start trying to change our laws and our constitution. Like, we're, we're, we're still being run under a government that's not for us. Mm. Like, the government was made to keep us down. So it's kind of like, for him to say that slavery was a choice is is, is for him to say, like, that we're, we're choosing to be systematically oppressed. The system is still not made for us. Mm. We're making all these progressive changes in our laws and the way we speak and all these things or, or whatnot, but yet we're still not going to the root of the issue, which is all these, these documents that were written and signed by all these white folks that still aren't being changed. So we're doing all this changing here, but we're not doing the change where it needs to be. So I feel like, yes, one thing we can do to not be mentally enslaved is to start opening some more black and brown businesses, um, all, all owned black banks, and we do lending and, and stuff like that. But I just feel like as long as the, the um, institutions are not writing us in their plan, then we will always be slaves. Like, we're slaves right now. Mm -hmm. If y'all watch the 13th, mm -hmm. like, we're slaves right now. Steve, let me ask you a question. Yep. What, what's your take on mental health? Like, you know, being that, like, you know, you have people that's, like, going through that right now that's actually, you know, some of the symptoms is, like, overeating or, you know, also, you know, taking a certain amount of drugs. Like, or speaking mm -hmm. out like how Italian does, like, craziness. What's your, what's your take on mental health, bro? <laughs> I feel like mental health is something that we got to cater to as much as we cater to our physical health. Um, there's ways about, of going about it. I mean, when I was in middle school, I had mental health issues very young, very young. And I, I, I saw a therapist for about two years, low key. And those, from age 12 to 14, I saw a therapist. And those two years literally transformed my way of thinking. It made me a very positive person. It made me able to deal with my, with my issues and address them when they occurred instead of burying them. I feel like a lot of mental health issues comes from suppressing. And after suppressment, what happens? We gotta find a way to cope with our issues. So that's when we turn to fucked up foods and drugs and shit like that. So I feel like just getting it out, having a support system again and having somebody to talk to is the first step to dealing with your mental health, you know what I mean? And yeah, it Drake, is Drake needs you. Mental Health Awareness Month. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Mental Health Awareness Month. And it's crazy because usually when you are brown and black people living in inner city communities, we all have mental health issues. 100%. Yep. And mental health, it affects the way we react, with, we deal with people. It affects the way we think. It affects the way we communicate. It affects how we run our lives. It's, it's funny, though, because in our community, like, we look at therapy like, oh, if somebody go to therapy, they crazy. Yep. Yeah. So, like, why is that? Why is it that we're, like, so ashamed of therapy? I feel like it's a, it's a stigma that we built within our own community. White people don't view it that way. Not at all. They, they, they go on a regular a lot. Of they children yeah. in, in therapy from, like, five. Yeah. So I feel like it's a cultural thing. I feel like it starts off in the household with dad saying, yo, hold your shit together. Yep. If there's an issue, you know, be, be a man. man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it really starts off very young. So you got to attack the root of it, right? Yeah, so and then, 
Go ahead, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I've been talking. I'll I, share the mic. Oh yeah, about time. Pass the damn mic. <laughs> now, um, now, Steve, have you ever have you ever dealt with anybody who had mental issues that you had to train? Um, no, not nah. Um, I had people that had low self esteem, which made the workouts a little bit harder because they would become discouraged if I put them through a set and they couldn't finish it. So when that happens, I would have to just be patient with them, you know, counsel them and encourage them. So um, a lot of the times, being a personal trainer, you got to be some, some type of therapist. You got to be a good listener to be a, a personal trainer because you're dealing with people who are looking to build themselves up and you're the, the, the advocate. Yeah. You're partnering up with them to build their, their spirit and their, and their physicality up. So I've, I've dealt with it on, a, on that type of level. Yeah, it's, it's got to be like a tough a tough field, especially when you, I know, like, somebody, when you have your own problems, yeah. and you got to listen to, because it's like, you are, you are a therapist as you're the trainer at the same time. That's right. So, I, I know it's a, it's a, it's got to be a rough field to be in. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, it's it's a little challenging, but I love it. Steve, you need to train Drake. Instead of Kanye, just go, just go tell Drake, you know, get his mental right, you know what I'm saying? That's all I ask. Drizzy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's wrong with Drizzy? Yeah, he's not he's not there all the way in the head, but you know, but Shaq, but you think Takashi is. That's what makes no right. sense. You like Takashi <laughs> 69. How are you talking this right now? How old are you, Shaq? No. 19. <laughs> Damn child. Takashi don't make music for us, bro. <laughs> thank, thank thank you, Triff. You know, I do look young, you know. But um but yeah, uh, first and foremost, I think Takashi 69 music is good. But I just, I just think oh Drake. Oh my God! I think, I think Drake needs some, you know, mental, you know, some, some healing. You know what I'm saying? Like Takashi is terrible. I just want you to know that he's a, he's a terrible artist. Yo, but Steve, yo, how can the people find you, man? Find me on Instagram at free smoke f r three e's s m o k e. Find me on IG. I'm posting motivational shit every day. Yo, how, yeah, you do. And how important is that to you that you keep motivating? Even even though people aren't your clients, like followers. Like, there's times I'll wake up and I'll be like, yeah, I don't feel like getting through the day. And you'll post something mm-hmm. and I'll see it. And I'll be like, you know what? Let me get up and uh, keep pushing. How important is that for you to post every morning and motivate the people? It's very important because the love that I give out always comes back. You know what I'm saying? The energy that I put out always comes back. So it just it's a cycle and it keeps me going. So it's very important to me. I wake up. And that's my mission, to just empower so I can be empowered. Mm, I love that. I'm going I'm to have to quote that. I have to quote that. Yo, <laughs> Philly, what's going on in the gallery? So right now, we still have Clayworks. And it's interesting because from the time we started, we started with Clayworks being here as the exhibition. And Clayworks is finished uh, May 16th, so we have a closing reception. You know, the wine and the cheese, you get to meet the artists, come through for that. Yeah. And um, every Saturday, they do children workshops. So May 12th is the kaleidoscopes workshop. So we're going to be learning how to do kaleidoscopes with, like, everyday materials. And you can find um, everything else that Blue Door is doing at uh, bluedoorartcenter.org. 13 Riverdale. 13 Riverdale. Shout out to Blue Door. Um, Shout out to Dan, um, Dan. Damn Dent Damn and my man Dent. PJ the Prodigy <laughs> on the camera work and Swab walked in. Swab, what up, baby? Yeah, so, um, Stilo, thank you for being here, it's my been brother. It's a pleasure. I, I appreciate you guys. I want to leave everybody with one reminder if not today, then when? Mm. Ooh.
it. Yeah, that tomorrow ain't promised today. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Oh wait, before we before we go off, because you let damn that was good. I should have just ended it like that. that, was, that was um, launch party? What are we talking about? No, I just wanted to let the yo are you let the people know that you are not extra expensive. Yes, I'm not, I'm not extra expensive. I'm in the hood. I'm in Mount Vernon. I'm in Yonkers. I'm in the Bronx. I'm not trying to hit people in the head. My rates are good. The group classes are coming. Five dollars a head per per class. You can't beat that. And maybe oh no, you can't and, beat that. And maybe for the launch party, That's we could great. talk Steve into giving a um a complimentary uh, personal training Ooh, on like raffle. a discount. Absolutely, raffle. raffle. See, I could get it to him. All right. I'm with that. Wait. So um, is there anything that you rose above? I took your line trip. Thank you. <laughs> what is something that you rose above? Um, procrastination. Ooh, that's a good one. I rose above procrastination, saying that, yo, tomorrow's the day. Like I said, today's the day. So just keep in mind, procrastination is killer. killer. Word. Yep, and that's, that's episode four of Rose Above a Podcast. Shout out to next week. All right?